Hey, this is Taylor Swift. This is Adam Lambert. My name is Willie Dixon, and I want you to have a Merry Christmas. This is Jewel. This is Ned from the rock band Rooney, and you're listening to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. Hi, I'm Ken Kessler. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off by saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October, when we play the best variety of Halloween music. We've been hearing a lot about Taylor Swift lately. But I'm hoping that enough time has passed since the Super Bowl that I can talk about her and Christmas music without getting too many trolls or having it get lost in the excitement over her next album, which is due out next month. Taylor Swift is probably not someone you think of when it comes to Christmas music, and that's understandable. But she has done just about everything else that can be done in music, and that's undeniable. I wanted to give you some facts about her before we get into her Christmas music, and it's hard to do that without sounding like I'm in her fan club. I'm not going to make excuses for what follows. Taylor Swift has had an amazing career so far, and I think a lot of that gets swept away by just the celebrity of it all. She has sold an estimated 114 million albums worldwide. She has only one album listed on Wikipedia that has not gone platinum last year's Speak Now, Taylor's version. And that passed 900,000 sales in January, so it's only a matter of time before it achieves platinum status. And by the way, it has already been certified platinum in New Zealand. 14 albums, all but one platinum. Not a lot of artists stick around long enough to put out 14 albums, period. And 13 platinum albums so far is also rare. That's more than Mariah Carey, or Prince, or U2, or Garth Brooks. And there aren't that many artists that have more than that. Kenny Rogers, Rush, and ACDC have 14. Luther Vandross, Alabama, and Reba McIntyre have 15. Elton John has 16. Barbara Streisand has 17. The Rolling Stones have 18. The Beatles have 19. George Strait has 24, and Elvis Presley has 30. So she's in pretty good company. She's also released 61 singles, with another 39 sent out as promotional singles. And she's been featured on other artists' singles, including John Mayer, Ed Sheeran, and Sugarland, just to name a few. Now, if I counted right, 52 of her singles have also been certified platinum. And for those who don't know, Here's how the numbers for that work. These awards, given by the Record Industry Association of America, also known as RIAA, represent huge sales, 500,000 units for gold, 1 million for platinum, 2 million or more for multi-platinum, and 10 million for diamond. Taylor Swift is the most awarded artist of the American Music Awards and the Billboard Music Awards at 40 for each. And she has the most Album of the Year wins at the Grammy Awards, with four. The most Video of the Year wins at the MTV Video Music Awards, with four. 
and the most times awarded the Global Recording Artist of the Year by the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry, with four. Swift was included in the Time 100 three times in 2009, 2015, and 2019, and she has registered 118 Guinness World Records, and that's as of December of 2023. So in the last few months, could be more than that. She was first in Billboard Magazine's Power 100 for 2014. She was also first three different times in Billboard Music's Top Global Moneymakers list. Brandwatch has named her the most influential person on Twitter three different times. She was the youngest person ever added to Forbes' list of the most powerful women, and that was back in 2015. In 2023, she had risen to fifth on that list, becoming the first entertainer to ever crack their top five. Forbes also named her the world's highest paid entertainer for 2019. Google says she's the most searched for woman in music in 2019. Time Magazine has included her in the Time 100 three different times. That's their list of the most influential people in the world. Last year, she was named Time's Person of the Year, becoming the first entertainer to be awarded that honor. She's won eight Academy of Country Music Awards, four American Country Awards, 12 Country Music Awards. She's been CMT Artist of the Year twice and won eight CMT Music Awards and 14 Grammys. She's also won 14 Nashville Songwriter Awards and 20 People's Choice Awards, two YouTube Music Awards, and an Emmy. And based on global streaming volume, downloads, and physical format sales, she is the world's number one recording artist for the second year in a row. That's not even close to all of the things that she's done, but you get the idea. She's a lot more than a flavor of the month, as some like to say. She's not a flash in the pan either. For 18 years, she's been putting out platinum-selling albums and singles. So what does all this have to do with Christmas music? Well, I wanted you to know a little more about Taylor Swift than what you see in the headlines. And every once in a while, I ask on the Sounds of Christmas social media pages, what artist do you wish would release a Christmas album? Top responses I almost always get are Elton John, Billy Joel, and Taylor Swift. So I wanted to take a look at the Christmas music she has given us so far in hopes that there will soon be more to add to it, maybe in another year or two. As far as what she's already released, here's what I could find. It looks like her first single about a month before Tim McGraw came out was a charity single with Wayne Warner and the Nashville All-Star Choir with the track God Bless the Children. Not quite a Christmas song, but often heard around the holidays. Of this project, Wayne Warner says, Our main mission is to use the power of music and video for a positive effect and to raise awareness concerning our nation's youth through radio and media outlets. This will give a voice for the need of foster care, adoption awareness, and to the urgent pleas of our nation's children in need. We will continue our mission, teaming with high-profile recording artists, athletes, and television personalities to support and highlight the main great foundations and organizations who unite this cause. In addition to a virtually unknown Taylor Swift, others on the single included members of the Jordanaires, the Red Hot Mamas, the Kentucky Headhunters, and the Statler Brothers. 
a year after that, Taylor released the Taylor Swift Holiday Collection, initially only available at Target. This was a six-song CD, and it contained four covers and two originals. The covers were Last Christmas, Santa Baby, Silent Night, and White Christmas. And the originals were Christmases When You Were Mine and Christmas Must Be Something More. Critics were divided over it, but fans loved it. And to date, it has sold more than one million copies. And that was kind of it until 2019 when she released the single Christmas Tree Farm. According to Taylor, she wrote the song on December 1st, 2019, inspired by her Christmas vacation, and released it five days later. Later that same month, she recorded a live version at iHeartRadio's Jingle Ball. And then in 2021, she recorded and released what she calls an old-timey version as an Amazon Music exclusive released to all platforms a year later. You might think that was it. A charity single, a six-song EP, and three versions of a new single. But fans know if you dig a little deeper, there's more. On the deluxe version of Red from 2012, there's the song, The Moment I Knew. If you aren't familiar with the song, one of the lines is, what do you do when the one who means the most to you doesn't show? This is a song of heartbreak against a Christmas backdrop. And on her Evermore album from 2020, she has a song called Tis the Damn Season, which takes place during the holidays, and it's about the way the holidays can make you nostalgic even yearn for the ghost of a relationship past. There's also the last track on her Reputation album, New Year's Day. Obviously not a Christmas song, but pretty close. Some like to lump in her songs Back to December and Forever Winter, but neither of those songs have anything to do with Christmas. In fact, they don't even have anything to do with December or winter. And I think that really is it. Maybe one of these days Taylor will agree to the fans' demands and give us a Christmas album, but until then, we have a pretty good group of songs while we wait. Thanks so much for listening. Helping me share some Christmas spirit and for continuing to support the Sounds of Christmas Station and podcast. I already told you how to listen to the station, and you're listening to the podcast now, so my work here is just about done. All of our episodes are available on the Sounds of Christmas website. Just click the podcast tab. And we also have a Linktree page, which I'll put down in the show notes. So you can click on over, find your favorite streaming site, and then subscribe, and you'll never miss another episode. If you have comments or suggestions on this episode, previous episodes, or the Sounds of Christmas Station, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through the website. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.